and you're really worried about expenses and costs right now, how do you still invest in something that makes sense that you can execute immediately? Because one of the keys that we've identified is if you just do these things, get on the phone with your employees and say, you're responsible to figure it out because everybody's going through it, they're gonna try. But if they're not supported, they will fail. You are listening to the Higher Ed Podcast. We uncover the future of higher education, current trends, insights from the sector's brightest, and actionable advice for leaders and executives. Creating impactful universities, well-branded colleges, and best-in-class student experiences. Join us as we redefine the sector one episode at a time. Um, today we're joined by founding partner and COO, Kamar Dijarnet, as well as Naras Aldabal, one of the founding partners and CEO. Good morning, gentlemen. Oh, yes, it's great to be back with you, my friend. It's great to be back. Good morning. Good morning. Awesome. Well, you know, we're glad to have you guys on. <clears throat> you know, today we're going to talk through, you know, kind of the obvious, you know, what's going on out there with the coronavirus and this pandemic and the impact that you know, that it's, that it's having not even just across the world, but in higher education in general. Um, so, you know, Naras, I guess my, you know, first question to you is, you know, obviously this is having a, you know, major impact in higher education. Um, and I know, you know we've been working alongside a lot of, you know, organizations in education uh, to help them streamline the remote, you know, operations. So can you kind of talk to them about, you know, what exactly, what is the remote operations toolkit and how are we working with organizations currently? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think Shane, you're speaking directly to um, a product line that we've had at Engine, uh, where we assist online institutions kind of uh, migrate their workforce and their ability to hold a classroom or educate their students via remote operations. And it's interesting because as the uh, virus has struck the sector, everybody's had to innovate really quickly to be able to adjust, uh, not only to be there for their students, but also to stay, um, you know, in business and to be viable. Uh, so we have had uh, the opportunity, you know, through this time to help all of our existing clients migrate uh, their operations through uh, the last two weeks into a virtual environment and to also create a remote environment for empl- their employees to work from. Uh, so we customized that toolkit uh, to be able to be executed very quickly. In fact, we're about two, three weeks into this uh, epidemic now as it impacts the U.S. and the ADU sector. And uh, we've already executed on the full toolkit with all of our existing clients in EDU from small technical institutions all the way up to large private universities. And it's an interesting time. You know, it's a, um, uh, it's a, it's a tough time because there's a lot of uncertainty, uh, but at the same time, it's an intriguing uh, kind of phase in education because it's forced all of the institutions to, uh, to, to, to go forward into this new chapter in education. And while it's impacting every sector in the U.S., every single person all over the country, uh, what a lot of people don't know is that most of EDU has been migrating to a digital a uh, form of delivery, a remote operations, uh, um, you know, approach to running its business. And some schools have been doing that slowly as the resources and funds have allowed. Uh, and others are trying to figure out how do I deliver what I teach in that format. And then there are some others that have been completely remote, completely virtual, completely online for quite a long time. 
So as we've been assisting our existing client base to adjust to this period, uh, we've really come across kind of three different types of scenarios, whether it's institutions that are just asking us for guidance, um, hoping that we can answer some questions or steering them in the right direction for resources. Uh, you know, scenario number one um, are institutions that have kind of had a staunch focus on being a ground institution and have yet to adopt any digital practices in their business or in their academic delivery, which is fine, but that has been a really unique time for them. Uh, scenario number two uh, is where uh, some institutions have on-ground and online programs and have reps that uh, in their admissions departments or recruiters that, that handle both. So their operations designed for both. They're not fully digitized just yet. Uh, and then there are those that have the capability, that have the infrastructure or are virtual, but are trying to figure out how to navigate the circumstance um, in the crisis that we're going through. So as we've approached those three scenarios with our existing clients or people reaching out to us for assistance, we, we had to optimize our, um, our, our remote toolkit quite quickly to be able to uh, be utilized by any size institution at any budget within those three scenarios. So in doing so, we felt that it was important uh, for us to host this webinar series that we're announcing via this podcast today um, that will begin tomorrow and will carry over through the end of the week, which obviously we'll record and make available uh, because we know we can't work with everybody. We hope to, we'd love to, we have the capacity and the bandwidth to, but we want to make sure that the sector survives. We want to make sure that leaders uh, and educators are making the right decisions and they have a sound, uh, you know, sounding board to gain some guidance or maybe bounce their thoughts off of uh, so that they take care of their students and their employees. Uh, look, there's one thing we do know. Everybody's going to come out on the back end of this. Uh, what's intriguing to me, what I'm challenging the leaders of our clients to do is to not only figure out a solution to the existing crisis, but to also have the vision to identify what they want their institution to look like as they come out of this crisis and their identity on the back end of it. Because I think that point is important. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a great point. A lot of, you know, conversations I've had recently are, uh, you know, really around that. Not only, you know, how do we get through this, but you know, how do we adjust our model to make it, you know, make sense for us moving forward. So I think that's a really, you know, important insight. So, one of the questions I had for you is, you know, obviously there's you know, a lot of you know, organizations in education, to your point, you know, we'd love to help everybody, but the reality is, you know, we can't. Um, so what is the value or why are people leveraging, you know, organizations such as ourselves to, you know, help with This episode is brought to you in part by Chief Digital Marketers, the leading marketing agency for higher education and healthcare companies. Chief Digital Marketers ensures alignment between your marketing strategy, customer journey, and call center operations to guarantee qualified leads that turn into revenue at scale. To learn more or to get an audit of your current marketing initiatives, please visit chiefdigitalmarketers.com. 
Yeah, I'm glad you asked that. So let me kind of break down what we'll cover in this webinar series. Um, and I think it'll help answer your question, right? One, um, if you uh, don't really have direct access to a great number of peers, what I do know about um, operators of post-secondary education institutions is that they always have one or two or three close peers, um, you know, that maybe manage a similar institution or are chancellors at a university or anything of that nature or run a community college that's very similar in what they teach um, or their degree or their program offering. And um, it's quick to call that person, get the feedback, and then execute. I think what's key during this time is to pay attention to how the sector is migrating um, and to make the appropriate choices to position yourself well on the back end of this. So <clears throat> I think what you'll get out of our webinar series uh, is a uh, kind of a, a direct insight in how leaders of education institutions today are controlling their thoughts how they're staying calm, how they're being grounded, because this is an insane time. I mean, um, we have uh, clients that, as of yesterday, uh, have took all of their students, have taken all of their students online, but we're still operating from their location. Uh, but overnight, the cities they're in have issued uh, shelter-in-place orders. And while we prep them for everything as a leader, now you're thinking, what does that do to, uh, you know, my attendance? What does that do to my population? What does that do to my employees? Uh, what does that do my, my, to my day-to-day -day operations, right? Um, are students really going to be engaged? Are we going to be delivering quality curriculum? Uh, does in interest or intent fall off, right? Uh, the number of student inquiries I get, what's happening to those every day? What's my website traffic doing? There's a lot around that, and in speaking with a lot of our leaders and understanding how they're staying grounded, we'll share some some, some kind of stories from around the country um, and what they're doing before making a decision. I think this is important for a leader. So uh, you are going to be pressed and pressured into making a decision instantly right now. Uh, in our opinion, wrong move, but instead of us kind of sharing why, we're going to uh, look at a couple of incidents across the country that leaders of institutions have had to deal with and how they've done that, how they've gone around uh, making those decisions. But also, um, one of the biggest things that I think most colleges, universities, even tech schools are not doing right now is they are not assessing their vulnerabilities um, and not putting together plans to mitigate risk. And I think what a lot of people are going to think about when I say that is, uh, can, I, can I support my employees? And I pay salaries. And it's way beyond that. I mean, it's uh, where you're vulnerable as an institution, university, college, or uh, technical training institute is, is way beyond your people right now. Um, and unfortunately, uh, I don't know that some institutions will recognize that. And the impact of the virus on our sector may catch them by surprise. And I don't know what the ramification of that is going to be. Uh, but also, uh, we'll make sure to cover kind of our uh, resources and how we've helped institutions communicate to their team. You know, yes, you can get on a Zoom call. Yes, you can have a conference call. Unfortunately, the amount of fear that exists is way beyond uh, a, a conference call, a Zoom call, or just an email. Uh, and there's keys to communicating effectively so you can get adequate results out of your people during this time. But finally, how do you spot hidden opportunities in a, as an organization? 
So, uh, you know, if, if, if you are a small private college in the Northwest or you're a technical school in Las Vegas or you're an allied health school in Miami, um, or you're an online university in California, uh, where's your opportunity in all of this? Because you have a responsibility as a leader to not only assess vulnerability, make the proper decisions today, communicate well, but you've got to rise through this thing. And you're not going to rise through this thing by just sitting it out. Uh, we've heard a lot of schools, you know, with the intent and the approach of just sitting it out. That sitting it out is not going to work. Um, we were just talking to a, 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 a smart, solid operator this morning. And, you know, what he and I were going back and forth about is that just like any cut, you know what I mean? Just like any slice, you know, of the arm or, uh, there's always a scar and there's going to be a scar in education. And if you don't position yourself well to take advantage of those opportunities, uh, that scar may not be a, a cool one to tell stories about. So in doing that, we'll share a lot of very specific actions, resources, and things that you can do to address those four things. But also, you'll get to understand how having somebody like Engine on your side to help you navigate through this time, not only accelerates your ability to execute, but puts in the proper measures to make sure your execution is proper, it's working, and it's going to exist over time. Meaning whatever you do now could have longevity if you choose to, right? So for instance, we have one of our clients where we've executed our uh, kind of remote operations toolkit. We've taken all of their employees from a work in the office, work in the building to a remote, all of them, every single one of them in a matter of 10 days, right? Um, and it worked out so well that now we're having conversations about which departments can we keep that way? And what does that mean for the university and the college? And how has that created a better experience for the employee and the student, right? So if, if, if I was going to kind of uh, encompass our toolkit in a quick summary, so you know what you would get out of this webinar, it would really um, cover a few different areas. You know, how you can leverage us to get the best out of your marketing dollars right now, because that's going to be important. Do you increase spend? Do you cut spend? Do you reallocate spend? Uh, how do you utilize key partnerships that maybe you've been vetting out or want to use temporarily to get through this thing or test an initiative that you've been looking at that's virtual or remote in nature. Those partnerships could be uh, software companies. Those partnerships could be agencies. Those partnerships could be, um, you know, uh, in the method of solution. So we'll talk through that. And then how do you maximize student experience through this? Because uh, just giving them an avenue or an outlet to learn remotely or virtually, if you're an on-ground campus that's now gone to hybrid, uh, doesn't control student experience. So we're quickly finding out with the schools that have migrated from teaching an on-ground degree, program, certificate, whatever it may be, to a hybrid format, that cool, we got it done, they're attending, they're on there, maybe you're using Zoom or something like that, uh, but what's the quality? Are they actually learning? Am I going to progress them through the program? How do I control a student experience, right? And then how do I keep my employees engaged? Some of you are probably going to have to make some tough decisions, right? How do you maintain employee engagement through this? And as we're going through this, and I heard somebody say, well, they should be glad they have a job. I don't think that's going to work for you. Um, that's not going to be enough because just paying somebody does not mean that you're getting a return on that salary or that paycheck. 
And there's going to have to be an appropriate sense of employee engagement to do that. We do that across four different departments as our clients need us to. Admissions, financial aid, academics and education, placement, career services, and then all the other departments that are encompassed below. Um, and we get you to think about your remote operations in three different ways. Systems, the guided approach, proper training and communication, right? Um, we'll talk about specific software that you can be using and how to use it properly. We'll talk about our ability to give you templates that can be turned into something that you can use within hours. Uh, we'll talk about um, how do you deliver the appropriate training at low cost uh, when maybe you weren't doing that before. You know, do you have a current learning management system for your employees? Do you not? Do you have them for your students? Do you not? Um, do you have a training department? Do you not? And if you, you do have a training department, how do you leverage that department to get the appropriate training out? And if you don't, and you're really worried about expenses and costs right now, how do you still invest in something that makes sense that you can execute immediately? Because one of the keys that we've identified is if you just do these things, get on the phone with your employees and say, you're responsible to figure it out because everybody's going through it, they're going to try. But if they're not supported, they will fail. And then if they fail, you might be okay today, tomorrow, this week. But come next cohort, come upcoming start date, come the first recruiting cycle that's coming up for you, um, they're not going to be effective and there's no ROI. And we'll talk about some factual evidence where we've used some of these processes and seen some results. We're really excited about one of our clients who saw a 75% decline in enrollment activity and application activity. Uh, immediately when the virus hit for a period of nine days, we went through this process, we rolled out the appropriate systems, we communicated well, we took all students virtual, we adjusted allocations, marketing and spend, got out some new advertising marketing materials, spoke to their students via social media, got the right training platform in place, made sure the, writing, the right training occurred, and now um, they're back up to 90% of where they were nine days ago, consistently day over day. And I want you to think about this, right? And this is why we're excited to host these webinar series. And it's not like we're dangling carrots because we'll talk about this stuff specifically. And if you engage us, uh, post that webinar series, awesome. We'd love to work with you. But if you don't, we really want our employees in the sector to not be impacted, our institutions and our students. But um, I, think, I think it'll be key to at least spend a little bit of time with us to do that. Uh, and uh, we look forward to having as many people attend as possible. Yeah, you know, and I, you know, thanks for, you know, giving a breakdown of that, Naras. And I think, you know, from the thing that's got me excited, and I know, you know, Kamar is, you know, is in the same boat, is regardless of where you're at in the process, if you started the remote process, if you haven't, if you've got certain things set up in place, but, you know, maybe you've got you know, Zoom capabilities, but what does that video tour look like? What does the interview look like? How is the instruction happening online? There's so many moving pieces in this. And I think the thing that I'm excited about is regardless of where you're at in the process, um, we're going to be able to, you know, deliver some, you know, real time insight that, um, you know, hasn't, and hasn't worked well to, you know, be able to help, you know, maintain operations at, you know, as high a level as possible. So, you know, we're extremely excited for that. Uh, be on the lookout for a registration link. Um, should be out here this afternoon. We posted, uh, you know, times for webinars that we're going to be hosting throughout the week, and a bunch of content will be on there. So, you know, we're we're excited to, to you know hear what's going on in the EDU world, and you know if there's 
you know, any insight or support that we can provide, that's, you know, that's what we're here to do. Hey, no, Ross, before you let everybody go, there's definitely three questions that uh, I really would love for you to share the answer with. Not right now, but definitely on a webinar, because this is what I'm hearing out in the field. Uh, I don't need help with remote operations implementation. I've already got it covered, right? Um, I am looking for the lowest cost fix right now because I've got to react immediately. And then the third one is, well, this is only going to last three to four months, so we don't want to invest too heavily. I'm excited for you to explain to our audience why that's wrong. Not right now, but definitely on the webinar. Absolutely. And we have uh, uh, a lot of context around that uh, with real data, uh, real solutions, um, and the cost is important to you. You probably want to attend the webinar because it costs you nothing. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Have a great rest of your week. Thanks for listening to the Higher Ed Podcast. This episode was brought to you in part by Engine Systems and Chief Digital Marketers. For more information on topics discussed, you can visit engine.systems or chiefdigitalmarketers.com. Join us next week and every week after for more innovative and actionable advice.